This is Hugh Douglas from 9290 Game, and you listen to MTMV Sports. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. This is Rick Sinclair with MTNV Sports and Geek to be um, right here as the host of the brand new and extremely, in- extremely incredible um, Talking Sports with Tyson podcast. We have Tyson J here today. Tyson is going to break down what happened in the first round of the NFL draft. It was a different draft. It was a cool draft. It was just like a new thing to see. We're, we're dealing with this COVID-19 situation, uh, and they did their absolute best to still give us a draft feel. Let's, let's get into it with Tyson today. Tyson, how'd you enjoy the draft last night? It was good. There was a lot of um, shocking, shocking trades. You said was- shocking trades. What, what was the most shocking thing for you last night? The Patriots trading out the first round. Why was that shocking? Because you would think Bill Belichick, you would think he if Jalen Hurts was still on the board, is still on the board. So you would think Bill Belichick would go get him a quarterback and then build around him. Is Cam Newton still looking for a job? But you, but Bill, Bill Belichick will have to invest a lot of money in Cam Newton. Is the thing. Do you see Cam Newton being the answer for the Patriots at quarterback? He can be. He really can. But the what? But will Bill Belichick be able to surround him? So That's right it. now they have uh, Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman. Yeah. They picked up Nikhil Harry last year in the in the draft, right? And outside of that, yeah. they don't have a ton of weapons. It seems like so. I'm hearing that they're thinking about going with the tight end actually um, with the first pick in the second round. They pick at 37. Um, tonight, do you think they go with a tight end tonight, or do you think Jalen Hurts is is the move if he's available at thirty seven? They might, but why? Would, you you don't have a quarterback. They don't if have I'm, a quarterback. If I'm Bill Belichick, if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm staying in that first round. I'm getting me a healthy Jalen Hurts, and I'm gonna teach him the Patriot way. He should, he should teach him the Patriot way. That should be the way um, to go. However, there's, um, they feel like maybe they can get him a little bit later. He did fall out of the first round completely. Do you, do you think he falls to so there's 30, pick 32, pick 33, um, all the way down to 37, right? Um, there's a few. There's actually not a lot of quarterback needy teams in that top few. Do you think he falls to 37 tonight? He might. And here's the thing, because teams are – because, you know, teams are um, trying – because a lot of teams have vets. They have some vets. Like the Saints, they got Drew Brees, Emmanuel Sanders, they got some vets. But the thing is, um, they probably got – I think that this – the second round is going to be more focused on O-line, like their O-line, to protect your QB. So, actually, later on, we're going to have you grade a couple of picks. There's, there's a few grades that I need from you. Um, but let's, let's just talk overall. Who do you think did well in the draft yesterday? I'm not going to say they did the best overall, but the Vikings, they did good. Picking up Justin Jefferson, because they, cause Adam Thielen, he's more of a slot receiver. More of a slot, more of a slot guy. So you feel, like, so you feel like the Vikings did well yesterday? Yeah, they did well. I think Justin Jefferson, that was a good pick. 
Okay. Okay. So Justin Jefferson was a good pick. Who else did well? Like who's somebody else who you saw them make a charge? Like, how'd you feel about the Chargers getting in front of the Saints and picking up Kenneth Murray? I feel like the Chargers, they had a, I don't know. That, I, that was, that was a good pick though. That was a good pick. I mean, that, I think the Chargers did good too, because they got, they got a QB. And Justin Herbert, he is a good quarterback. I mean, the the Dolphins got a good quarterback in two, but Justin Herbert, he's a good quarterback. And so I think him going with Keenan Allen in them, um, Hunter Henry. Yeah, Hunter Henry. I think that'll be that, that's a good fit. I think, think the Raiders, Raiders did good. You think the Raiders did well? Tell me why you feel the Raiders did well yesterday. They got they got Henry Ruggs and they, and then they got Jonathan Jacobs in the backfield that was that drafted last year. Yeah, that's good. They came back and picked up Damon um, Arnetti uh, from from Ohio State. I thought that was a little questionable to me. I thought that pick was a little questionable. A lot of yeah. people had him, you know, graded for the second, possibly the third round. Um, but if you remember, if you remember, you know the GM of the Raiders is Mike Mayock, right? Yeah, Mike Mayock. So Mike Mayock used to be the guy who would tell everybody, you know, people's draft um, value. He used to be that guy. And now he's the guy, you know, making these uh, selections and everybody's questioning him, but he used to be the authority. So if he feels like, and and when you watch the film of, 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 um, of that cornerback, right, right. That's what I'm thinking. It's hard to question Mike Mayock. If you watch that cornerback on film, he looks good. He looks really good. So I think they, I think even though people had a second or third round grade on him, I feel like, you know, that, you know, he's worthy of a late first round pick. I'm okay with that pick. The the Ravens that was a good pickup, Patrick Queen. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that because I I'm gonna need to figure out what you. I'm gonna need to feel. I'm gonna need to understand what you feel about that overall pick, right? Um, but let's let's go to a few other picks. So if we're thinking about um Joe Burrow going first overall to Cincinnati, how do you feel about that pick? That's good for Cincinnati. Joe Burrow, so? AJ Green. Joe Burrow, AJ Green. So you see that you see that as something that's going to be something to deal with in the future. Yeah. What about and Joe Mixon? If they can get some more Joe Mixon, that's a good Joe Mixon's a good running back. He may not produce you, you he produces, but you don't see that because the Bengals are in one of the top teams. Right. Like how um Raheem Moster was it? Yeah. 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 He, he you wouldn't hear about him, but when the four, but when he he broke out with the, a good team. That's all it is. So you think as the Bengals get better, you're going to see more and more from you're going to Joe see more Mixon. and more from Joe Mixon. Yes. Wow. Okay. Okay. And so, if they and if they don't have that, because you know last year you had that Drew Brees Michael Thomas connection. That's right. my how it, that's how it might be with Joe Burrow. You know you might have that Drew Brees and Michael Thomas connection with AJ Green, and then you might have Joe Mixon come out the backfield. Actually, they had – so if you look at that team overall, they had a really good um, – there was a really good chemistry already between um, between uh, A.J. Green and who's, – who's the quarterback before? The guy who's there now. The the quarterback Andy for – Andy Dalton. Yeah, so Andy Dalton and A.J. Green had a phenomenal relationship before, and they were a really good combination. Do you think that if they don't get rid of – if they don't get rid of Andy Dalton, do you think it may kind of hinder Joe Burrow, um, you know, from really finding success there? If they don't, if they don't cut, um, if they don't cut Andy Dalton, that's a waste of a draft pick. If they don't, you think so? 
what if they yes. what if they're letting but what if they're letting Joe Burrow um grow? Like what if they're letting giving him time to kind of grow in that system? That's your number one pick. So you don't think they should wait a little a little while before they let him play, or you think they should put him right in there? The Bengals I I mean, yeah, they but the Bengals need are trying to win. You can see that with the aggressive pick of Joe Burrow. They're trying to win. And if you if you put I'm not saying Anthony Dalton's a bad quarterback. Andy Dalton he's a good quarterback. But I think Anthony Andy, Andy Dalton, I think his time with the Bengals is up. He needs just he just needs to go somewhere. So you think to be honest, to- I think if Bill Belichick doesn't get Jalen Hurts in the draft and the Bengals cut um Andy Dalton, I think that's what Bill Belichick to go should go for. And really? the vet. Yeah. Andy Dalton is a vet, you know. And like I said, he could um teach Andy Dalton the Patriot way. Okay, so you can see you can see Andy Dalton fitting in well there with the Patriots. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So look, let's let's talk about um let's talk about Jeff Okuda going to the Detroit Lions. Did you like that pick? I love that pick. Really? Yes, that was a good pick because the loss of Darius Slay, you know, Darius Slay is what kept that defense together. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Now you have Jeff Okuda. Jeff Okuda, I was watching his highlights with Ohio State. That man is a beast. <laughs> He's a beast. Yeah. So you, you feel like, okay, question though. You know Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore. And you know Jeff Okuda now. Can you compare him? Who do you, who do you think is, is the better um is the better cornerback? That's a doozy. They're both they're both pretty equal because there those are two cornerbacks that, that can play. Either they can because you might see um Jeff Okuda in the slot. Yeah, yeah. So you, you feel like he's Marshawn. versatile. Yeah, they're they're both versatile. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. I like it. I like it. Now, um, with the fourth pick, it was kind of, it was kind of, you know, um, it was necessary. It was necessary. Um, and Giants fans knew that, but Giants fans didn't want to see the selection of Andrew Thomas here. Um, some did, most didn't. How'd you feel about Andrew Thomas going to the Giants at four? Good pick. Really? Okay, tell me why you think that. It's I'm fifty fifty. I think it's a good pick, but I think it's a bad pick. Okay, tell me why it's a good pick. What's the fifty percent that says good pick? Because they need somebody to check on uh, Danny in the Danny in the backfield. Okay. They need somebody to just help get your keep your quarterback standing up. So you say you need somebody to keep your quarterback standing standing upright. Yes. Okay, I feel that a hundred percent. So, but why was it fifty percent a bad pick? Because you have Saquon Barkley and um and Daniel Jones, he he had a decent, you know, he had a decent season. It was decent. You, and you got him, even though Golden Ted is not what he was, what he not what he used to be. You yeah. know, he's a still he's still good. He's a good receiver. So, do you feel like they need they needed a offensive weapon? Like you have a, a tackle, cool. You need somebody to protect them. But do you feel like they really need um you know possibly a wide receiver? Yeah, they should see. I mean, it was a good pick to get an OT, but to surprise to, to surprise me, they should have got Jerry Judy because Jerry Judy and Golden Tate on the same field together that would do some damage. Now, what do you feel about the people who say, "Cool, you can go get a um, Jerry Judy if you want," but man, if your quarterback can't stand up, he can't throw. Not a lot of um, O-linemen went in the first round like everybody thought. 
You know what? All of the all of the major guys went. So Andrew Thomas, um, with the fourth yes. pick, he yes. went right. Um, Jetrick Wills, um, yes. the offensive tackle from Alabama. All the guys who they thought were going the first round kind of went. Um, there's some guys still left on the board. Yes. Josh Jones still there. Um, but Makai Becton, um, um, offensive tackle from Louisville, he went in the first round. You have Austin Jackson from USC. He goes in the first round. So a lot of those guys who people were predicting that would go. And then Cesar Ruiz, he's offensive lineman. He went in the first round. So, and not to mention Isaiah Wilson. To touch on Cesar Ruiz, I think that was, I mean, they should have got a defensive player to uh, pick up. To uh, pick up for AJ Klein, but this that was a good pick because you know the Saints linemen, you know, they I won't say that they always hurt, but you know is is and no, I'm not saying he's a problem. Andrew Speed, you know, can't stay healthy all the time, and so like so you can might move him around, just move him around on the line because you need help in the interior. So I'm glad you said that. You're so smart, man. You're absolutely right when you say the Saints needed help in the interior. That's something that a lot of Saints fans know, but they didn't want to deal with or address, especially with Patrick Queen on the board. So Patrick Queen was right there. Cesar Ruiz is right there. And Denzel Mims is right there, right? But you're trying, you're trying to protect a Drew Brees. Okay. Okay. You're trying to protect because Drew Brees, you know, is getting older. So you're trying to protect him. I get that pick. So you get that pick. Even with Patrick Queen there, you're like, yo, I have to go with protection. Yeah, you got – even – because you can still get a linebacker. There's still some good linebackers on the board. There are. There are a lot of good um, linebackers still left on the board, and I think that's that's absolutely right. So let's look at this. If Kenneth Murray was still there when Cesar Ruiz is there, who do you think they would have went with? that's tough look so you know what happened he's a good player but you're trying Kendall Murray's defense player right yep yeah he's a linebacker from Oklahoma and and then look I I feel like the Saints loved him I, I feel like and if you got a chance to know his story and understand him a little bit, right, he's taking care of if his siblings. He's kind of forced to be in a situation where he's, um, you know, a grown-up, right? He was forced to be a grown-up, but forced to be a leader in his home. He was forced to take care of, you know, uh, some people that he didn't expect to have to take care of. So he's expected, expected to do that. He's nothing – you hear nothing but great things about his character. He's a A-plus player on the field. He's fast. He's explosive. He's a guy who can di- diagnose offenses really well. I feel like the Chargers knew the Saints were, were in love with him and jumped ahead of them in order to pick Kenneth Murray. And, that, and that'll be good because you got weapons on the offensive side and then you got the defense. Say it again? I said that was a good pick because you got weapons on the offensive side, offensive side, but then you got some defense too. Yeah, yeah, you do. Let me ask you about this. Now we saw, we saw, and we were on the phone actually, I believe, when the Falcons picked AJ Terrell, cornerback from Clemson. I know you watched his highlights. Have you watched his highlights? Would you feel about him when you saw his highlights? Like, no shade to the Falcons. Would you feel about him when you saw his highlights? They barely showed the LSU game. <laughs> Why? <Jamar. laughs> Say it Jamar again. Chase. 
they didn't show the LSU game. Jamar Chase cooked him. <laughs> You're right. You're so right. Like jambalaya. Yeah. Yeah, he cooked him. And because, look, because he cooked him, that's probably why that didn't make the highlights a lot, right? You didn't see that in highlights because he got cooked. But um, they should have went with CeeDee Lamb. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and CeeDee Lamb? That would have been – look, honestly, if they would have picked up a CeeDee Lamb, with the, with the situation they have right now, you got Ty Gurley in the backfield, Julio Jones on the outside, right? Um, Calvin Ridley as well. And a CD Lamb, man, that would have been way too much to deal with. That would have been way too much to deal with. Let me ask you this question. This, this, is a, this is a serious question. The Buccaneers, they jumped ahead um, to the 13th pick. They made one swap, right? They, but they jumped ahead because Tristan Wirth was still on the board. They want to protect Tom Brady, but they bought Gronk back. How do you think bringing Gronk back will work out for the for the Buccaneers? It'll be good because they got that uh, AB connection. Really? But I'm not saying just because they're old that they're not going to be good, but they're aging. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not always be – it's not going to be that old Gronk and Brady now. You don't think I so? Think that's – you because the Browns when they got Odell and Jarvis Landry, oh the Browns going to the Super Bowl. Had to hear that all season. Didn't even make it to the playoffs. Right, right, you're right. So when the and Browns got you Odell, got, you got you got Brady and Gronk now, and now you're hearing oh well, this strength you in the Saints. So do you see it that way? No. I mean, now they're, they're going to be a good team. Now they're going to be a good team, but they're not. I don't think they're going to show. They're not going to be as productive. Rock and Brady are not going to be their prop. They're not going to be prime Rock and Brady. Basically, what I'm saying. Wow. So you're not seeing. You're not seeing prime time Gronk and Brady. I mean Gronk and Brady. No, but I'm, we are. We are going to see some. You know, but is because even when they had um beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, you know. They, that, they didn't. That's that season. Gronk and Brady didn't really connect. Got it. So let's talk about this. I, I have to ask you this question: In the draft, which team could have done better in the first round? And I throw some names out there. You tell me if you feel like this is a good pick or they could have done better. You got Miami Dolphins picking at eighteen. They selected Austin Jackson, offensive lineman from USC. Right after he goes, um, Kayla Von Chase sign goes, Jalen Rigger goes, Justin Jefferson goes. Do you feel like the Dolphins could have done better? They could have got a receiver in Justin Jefferson. Do you think that would have been a, a better move than I'm going with the offensive tackle? Even though you need to protect two, you can get you can get you another offensive tackle. You can get you another one. Okay. So you feel like yeah, there's still still some good offensive tackles left on the board there are some you're absolutely right about that so okay so you think they could have done better let me give you another scenario you have the Packers going up to pick Jordan Love with the 26th pick right right after he goes you have Jeff Gladley um Clyde Edwards Hilaire you have well actually right before him Brandon out goes but you still have T Higgins on the board you still have KJ Hamlin on the board they could have gotten some they could have gotten some help for 
um, for their quarterback. However, they go into like Jordan Love. Do you think that was a good pick or they could have done better? Aaron Rodgers should be scared. Why? Because if you if you have if I have Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers has to have said something. Because if I have Aaron Rodgers, I'm not going to give me a QB. I'm about to go give me somebody to compare with Devontae Adams. So you feel like do you do you think they made a bad pick there? You think they could have done better there? I mean, it wasn't a bad pick. I think I mean, you could say it's a reach. You can say it. You can say it is, but I'm, okay. I mean, it's a good. It was a call. I think it's near the end for Aaron Rodgers. Is what I'm saying. Wow. Now look, here's here's what here's the reason why they made that pick. They feel like okay, around the same time, around the same time that Brett Favre, who was their quarterback before, a legendary guy for them, around that same time, right? And I know you heard this. Around the same time, Brett Favre, when he was kind of at this age, same age as Aaron Rodgers, they go and get Aaron Rodgers. They let Aaron Rodgers sit behind him for like two years and do nothing before he got a chance to play. And then finally, you know, they, they, got, a, they got a chance to get rid of Brett Favre and go with Aaron Rodgers. They're, so what I'm saying is there may be a two- to three-year window right now because they believe they need to groom Jordan Love. They need to bring him in there and allow him to grow a little bit. So he's going to yeah, grow a little be- bit. Yeah. So like you were saying with Joe Burrow, he could grow behind Andy Dalton. He could grow behind Andy Dalton, but Andy Dalton is less secure. If I'm Andy Dalton, then I know my time is over, right? It's either yeah. close to over or it's over, right? I just but, need to leave and go find me another team. Right, but if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm not thinking my time is over or even close. Does that make sense? Like, I, I think yeah, he's – go ahead. Oh, because he could be thinking back to, oh, they drafted me, and Favre still has some some years with them. Right. So I think they're picking him as a developmental thing where we don't need a quarterback right now, but we'll let him grow and develop. You know, and if and if he's really good, they can – be so much hassle. Huh? Him, like, when he does. So it won't be so much hassle when he does um leave Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely right. All right, let's let's go with another one, right? Okay, so – the Raiders, we mentioned them earlier, but let's look at the situation. They select cornerback um, Damon Ar- Arnetti, right, Arnett. Then right after him, you have Jalen Rigger, he goes. Justin Jefferson goes. Kenneth Murray goes. Um, Brandon Ayuk goes. Jordan Love goes. Patrick Queen goes. Do you think the Raiders could have done better? Not Look, and we said this earlier, not to question Mike Mayock too much, right, but we just have to ask the question. Do you think they could have done better? The the Raiders, they probably I mean, don't they they got uh Derek Carr, Mark, and Mariota? Yep. How many picks did they have in the first round too? Yeah, they had two picks in the first round. They picked Henry Ruggs with the first one, which you loved, right? We talked about that. You loved that pick. And then um they picked David Arnett with the second pick in the first round. They went eighteenth. Yep. No, actually, no. They didn't go 18th. They went 19th after the Miami, Miami Dolphins at 18. They should have been trying to build that receiving core. Mm. And yeah, a lot of teams should have got Justin Jefferson, in my opinion. Why do you think he fell so far? Um, because teams were probably looking at things they don't need. Like how I, I mean, they need like the Cardinals. They need a defensive line, but Kenyon Drake, he's a good running back, but can he do it by himself? Mm. Right, which is something we we talked about as well, right? Can he do that by himself yeah. and where they would go? 
Um, you told me right before the actual draft, you said you didn't see you didn't see Swift possibly falling out of the first round. You told me like before the draft, in the middle of the draft, you say you, you think he would fall out, which you were right about. But Clyde Edwards Elaire goes with the very last pick in the first round. How'd you feel about that pick? That was a good pick to help with um Damian Jones. That was a good pick. Have that um duo in the backfield. Yeah, so you think you think okay, so but look, here's the thing. Swift is still on the board. Um Jonathan Taylor's still on the board. There's still a lot of good running backs on the board. Do you think them selecting Clive Edwards Elaire was the right thing to do, or do you think they could have done better? It was a good pick to seeing what he seeing what he had did with LSU. It was a good pick. Okay. All right. I, I now let me ask this question. I'm going to give you a little bit of a scenario here. You got Jalen on the board. You got Jalen Hurts on the board. He's going, um, where's he going? And we're about to play that game. We're going to play this game. Where is Jalen going, okay? All right. Here we go. So, overall, we're going to look at possible landing spots for Jalen. We know where he's not going. I'll say that. But let's see where you think he is going. At 33, we know he's not going 33 because they just picked up they just picked up um quarterback from LSU Joe Burrow, so there's no way he goes there. So, let's start at 34. You have the coach there. They have Philip Rivers as their quarterback. Can Jalen go to the coach? If he does go to the Colts, it'll probably do like you said with Jordan Love, just so Philip Rivers can like groom behind. Uh, I mean, so um, Jalen can groom behind Philip Rivers. So give me a yes, yes or no here. Does he go to the Colts? No. Okay, okay. Let's keep going. Let's find Jalen the home. At the thirty-fifth pick, you have the Lions. They have Matt Stafford there, but there's rumors that they're not extremely excited about uh, Matthew Stafford are keeping him for the long term. He is a better quarterback, most people believe, in in the pocket. Uh, He's a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts, but you never know what's going to happen with their future. Question is, do you see Jalen Hurts possibly going to the Lions? Yes. Really? So, okay, there's a possible landing spot with the Lions. You like that? Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. I'm going to bypass the Giants because they have Danny Dimes, and it looks like they're making – you know, they're, they're making some investments in him. They like him. He did well enough, so I don't think he goes there. Now we're at your favorite spot. We talked yesterday. We said, hey, look, if um, if he <laughs> – if Jalen Hurts goes to the Patriots, we go live immediately, right? That was the agreement. Yes. He didn't go, right? They, they moved to the second round. But at pick 37, Jalen Hurts is still on the board. Let's just say that. Do the Patriots select Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts with the 37th pick in the first, in the second round. If Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft were um were smart, they would. Because, see, Jalen is just a rookie. He's not going to ask for all of this money. Right. He's, so he's not going to ask for a lot of money at all. Like, they – actually, right now, you know, we have a – um they now have a slotting system. So, Rookies get paid according to the system, so they don't have to negotiate their contracts that much. There's not much negotiation that happens there, so he won't even have to ask for a contract. It's pretty much already laid out for him based on where he gets selected. However, you're right. It's not a big investment because he's a second-round quarterback. 
So that's not a big investment at all. So do you think that's the move for them? Yeah, get Jalen Hurts and then get some weapons around him. Okay, okay. So and they have a lot of picks, too. Yeah, you can get Jalen Hurts and then you could get some picks and then you could probably work some trades out. I think the Patriots have five picks in today. So I think in the second and third round, between the second and third round, I think they have five picks. And they should spend those five picks on what they need. So they they need some they need um some help on that D line because they ca- lost Calvin. What was it? Yep, yep, he's gone. They lost him, so I think they should spend it on that D line. They should get him some receiving weapons to go with Julian Edelman. Okay, now we're at we're at the Texans. I don't think he goes there. So I think that's a no, right? But we're at the Cleveland Browns. I think they have Baker Mayfield. I'm thinking that's a no. Yeah, right? they're too confident in Baker Mayfield. But here's the last question I asked. We're at pick 42. Let's just say the Patriots decide to pass on on Hurts. We're at pick 42 with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Does he go to the Jacksonville Jaguars at 42? Jacksonville Jaguars are wasting their time if they do that. Really? Why? Not take that back at all because they traded Nick Foles to the Bears. Yeah, Nick Nick is gone. Yeah, actually, that will be a good pick because I, I thought he was with the Jaguars, though. Yeah, but he's gone. A, you think that's a good because, pick? Yes, because you got, um, what's the old dude that went in the draft last year, receiver? For For Jacksonville? Yeah. So they have um, DJ Chalk? Yeah, DJ Chark. That's yeah. Chark. Jaguars and DJ Chark, that'll probably be a good duo. You think that'll be a good connection? I can see that. Yes. Okay, I can see that. So, yeah, I think that'll be a good good one as well. I think Jalen could land. My actual prediction is that he does land either with, um, with the Patriots or the Jaguars at some point early in the second round. I don't see him falling out of the second round. If he falls out of the second round – um, I'll be shocked. I'll be really shocked. All right, now let's let's do this. Um, we we figured out who did well. We're we're find out what we were shocked by. Was there anything else you were shocked by in the first round outside of the trades? The Dolphins not getting a receiver. Wow, but they have so many more picks, and there's so many receivers they left. Do. They yeah. do. They do. But wasn't um Jerry Judy still on the board, or he was going to the Broncos already? Jerry Judy uh, went oh. went to the Denver Broncos at fifteen, and the Dolphins didn't select until eighteen. Now, who was still on the board? Like I said, was Justin Jefferson. Um, Jalen Rager was still on the board. Uh, Brandon Ayuk was still on the board. But yeah. where they went, where they went, actually, a lot of people question the offensive tackle they went with. Right? They they question. Austin Jackson because they feel like you know he's kind of comparable with you know with other people who are still on the board so I'm I'm not I'm not saying that he's the absolute best you know offensive tackle he did suffer he did have a surgery last season that kind of you know hindered him a little bit and they think that he'll be a better pro than he then he'll be a better pro and show better in the NFL than he did in his senior in his last year at USC so that's a possible um situation but I feel like okay yeah 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 all right, so now let's ask this question. We have 
we're going to actually do something where we grade picks, okay? So we're going to grade the picks. We're going to give a pick a letter grade. Either A, they were stellar. That's an amazing pick. I love it. B, that's a good pick. I think it's okay. C, it's all right. Okay, not so bad. D, uh, it's kind of dumb. You know what I mean? Or F. So I see a grade. Yeah, or F, that's a fail, right? Like, that's a straight-up fail. I, I, I hate that pick completely. You ready for it? Yeah. We talked about some of these picks already. Let's go with... Actually, let's start off at the top. We talked about this pick, but let's grade it. We have two to the Dolphins. Give it a grade. That's a grade A. That's an A. Yes. Okay. They let Ryan Tannehill go. Yeah. And actually, he did well with Tennessee. He did, he did well with Tennessee. Yeah. They showed that in the playoffs. They showed that in the playoffs. Okay, let's talk. Um, You have Justin Herbert to the Chargers. Let's give that a grade. That's a, that's a B. Hmm. Hmm. Why B, not an A? I don't. I don't feel that Justin Herbert has all the weapons he needs. You don't think he has all the weapons? You mean you mean as far as his ability to play quarterback, or you feel like he don't have enough weapons around him? Because you mentioned some of the weapons earlier. No, as a quarterback. Got it. Got it. Got it. So you feel like because, you know, the Chargers they like those long. I don't. I'm not questioning his arm strength. Yeah, but with his accuracy on point, because you saw if Jimmy Garoppolo could have made that pass in the um uh, Super Bowl, you know, you think they, they win the Super Bowl? Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing with Justin Herbert. If if he like, he might be in that situation, AFC Championship. Mm. Okay, so you feel like he he still needs to grow a little bit as a quarterback before you can give that an A plus grade. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, let's grade Caesar Ruiz to the Saints. I'll give it a um. I'll actually, I'll, I'll give that a B too. Okay, okay, but not an A. You won't give it an A. No. Ah, why not an A? Because like you know, Andrew Andrews P was healthy most of the year, and I'm not saying it because they could like what they did with World Clap. You know, they were bringing players in and out to um. So I think Sean Payne would do a go, and I think that would help though. That would help because you know if Andrews Peak is hurt or something like that, or if anybody on the O line in the interior part of the O line is hurt, you know I think that um, Ruiz will come in and you know play good. Sean Payton said that he didn't pick him in the first round so he can come in and sit on the bench. So what that means is somebody. About to Somebody lose their job. <laughs> so Larry Warford, um, I don't know if you saw it or not, but if you kind of go back and watch that Minnesota tape, Larry Warford got whipped a lot. Terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. So look, with it being so terrible and so crazy, right? Um, then Cesar Ruiz can possibly take his spot because he can play guard and center. Because I was I was thinking about Andrews Pete getting cut, but then they just paid him. Yeah, they just paid him. He ain't getting cut. He ain't going nowhere. I was trying to think of the interior. I was like, who's the other? And, yeah. then, I, and then I was like, oh, yeah, Larry Warford. And I was like, yeah, Larry Warford's probably gone. I know. Sean said, look, Larry going to have to compete, which I, I I like it. I like him saying that. You know what I mean? But most they, likely. They 
Yeah, he said make them compete. Make them, that's how you get better, right? All right, now let's grade this next pick. So we give that a B. So we have Tua to the Dolphins. He has an A. Justin Herbert to the Chargers. That's a B. Caesar Ruiz to the Saints. That's a B. Let's grade this Patrick Queen to the Ravens pick. What, what do you give that? I love that pick. That's an A. Ooh. Okay. Why? Because you got Calais Campbell on a D line. Mm-hmm. And so you got Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen is that's a versatile player. Yeah. Yeah. He's a beast. Um you Lamar Jackson just called him um Ray Lewis Jr. I think that's high <laughs> praise. I have no problem with that. Really? Okay. I'll see how that goes. But okay, so that's an A. Now let's grade this CD Lamb to the Cowboys. What do you feel about that? I give that a B because CD Lamb is not a bad player. I don't think it's. I don't think it's him. I think it's Dak. Really? So you feel like you feel like you give that a B? Like you don't give it an A outright, but you give it a B. Yeah, and it's not because CD Lamb. CD Lamb, that's one of the best receivers in the draft. Okay. But well, that what well, that the question is, will Dak stay? Because if you you see Stephen A talking talking about um he needs to um not show up. Hmm. So Those if he facts. goes, who's who's gonna throw to him? I feel like I I I don't feel at all that he won't show up. I'm pretty sure at some point he shows up. I think they get something done to where he comes in and he shows up. If he doesn't show up completely, I'll be shocked. Like, if he doesn't show up the entire season, I'll be shocked. Remember last season, um, Ezekiel Elliott held out in the beginning, right? So I think maybe he holds out in the beginning. Okay, okay, okay. I can rock with that. And let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We have – I want to do one more here, okay? All right. San Francisco goes with uh, Javon Kinlaw at 14. What do you give that pick? That's an A. Whoa, why? You got that ruthless defensive line, and they lost DeForest Buckner? Yep. I think he'll make up for DeForest Buckner. Now, here's my thing, though. I feel like, do you think if, do you think if Henry Ruggs actually falls to 14, do you think the San Francisco 49ers would have picked Henry um, Ruggs over Javon Kinlaw? Yes. If I, that's what I would do. Okay. Because, you know, you lost Emmanuel Sanders, who who is incredibly good to be his age. Okay. Because, you know, some receivers will be lagging on slow or whatever. But he's he's incredible. And okay. so And so if if Henry Ruggs would have felt 14, I'm getting him to – um. Make up for all that loss. Because, you know, you got Debo Samuels. Yeah. You have Debo Samuels. Now they have Brandon Ayuk. Um, it looks like they're going to be a pretty decent – I mean, they're already a good team. Like, across they're the board, a they're a good team. team. And they, they lose a DeForest Buckner. But to replace him with the Javon Kinlaw, I think that's good. I think you're, you're right about that. And then after that, they go out and they, they get their, their wide receiver that people were – they knew people were kind of really high on Brandon Ayuk, and so now they have a few different weapons in that um, in that wide receiving core to pair with all those great running backs. And they do a lot with the running backs, and they have a lot of fast running backs now. So they have a lot of fast running backs, and now they have um, fast receivers as well. They have to replace Emmanuel Sanders. I feel like San Francisco is still going to be one of those teams you have to deal with next season. All right, so. 
I like it, man. I like it. Thank you so much for helping us out going through the draft. Um, let's see. Is there anything you want to say to your listeners before we head out? Just thanks for um listening and um I see what they what the draft holds for us tonight. Are you excited about tonight? Yes. What are you most excited about tonight? Like what's the most exciting thing for you tonight? To see what the Dolphins and Belichick do. Hmm. Cause will the Dolphins go out and get another receive get a, a receiver? Or and will Belichick get Jalen Hurts? Or is he gonna go try to get a receiver? Or a tight end? You never know what he's thinking. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm excited about that too. A few things other thing that I'm excited about tonight, I wanna see where Jacob Eason goes. He's a he's a quarterback from Washington. I, I like him. He's a very strong arm quarterback. I wanna see where he goes. I want to see if the Saints trade up into the second round and pull somebody from the second round. I want to see if they give up, because they always do this. Every year they give up next year's second round pick to go get who they want. Yes, get who they want. And, and I, sometimes I, it's not good. It, like so far, every time they've done it, it's turned out well. So they did it to go get McCoy last year. That turned out well. McCoy did well. They did it before to go get Alvin Kamara. That turned out well. And so every time they kind of give up next year's second, because they always do it, I think they'll do it in the third. So maybe in the third round, you're looking at the Saints. Early in the third, I believe, if they see somebody they absolutely love, then I think they try to go up and get them. One player that I love and that I can't wait to see, K.J. Hamler. And if we... I want to see where DeAndre Swift goes. Yes. Yeah. What do you think Swift goes? That's a good one. What do you think Swift goes? If he lasts that long and if Belichick doesn't pick him and pick Jalen Hurts, I think he's going to go with DeAndre Swift, so him and Tony Michelle. Like I said, if they would, if the Cardinals would have got um, DeAndre Swift, they could have had that Alvin Kamara-Mark Ingram connection. So that's what uh, Bill Belichick and – I mean, Tony Michelle and DeAndre Swift can have with that um, combination. Man, I'm thinking about – I see him going – I wrote an article earlier – Talking about where Swift could go. And I pegged Swift to the Dolphins. I put Swift yeah. with the Dolphins. And the reason I put Swift with the Dolphins is because I feel like, okay, now, okay, you have Tua. You have, you have a good wide receiver on the outside. You do need another wide receiver, that's for sure. But the value in the second round tonight, I believe, will be with the running backs. Swift, yes. Jonathan Taylor. You have way too many good running backs on the board. J.K. Dobbins, who I didn't even mention yet. J.K. Dobbins? Yes. So, okay, I'm going to give you a scenario. If J.K. Dobbins falls in the third round, like if he, even if he falls late in the second, I think the Saints will try their best to move up and get J.K. Dobbins. Okay. But whoever gets J.K. Dobbins is getting a player. I love that kid. But, but. What, what are they going to do because you got Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray? And you saw what happened with Alvin Kamara and Adrian Peterson. Yeah, that was, but it's a different situation, though. Because I feel like you have Latavius Murray, and I feel like Murray doesn't mind stepping up when he needs to, but he doesn't have the ego of Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he doesn't. And so he's going to always be your power back. I feel like he'll be a power back for you, and he'll do exactly what Sean wants him to do in that role. J.K. Dobbins is a little bit of Elvin Kamara, and he's a little bit of Murray, where he can play – he can catch out of the backfield. That's his specialty. 
right? And Sean loves those guys who can catch out of the backfield. Another thing, the Saints are rumored, they're rumored to possibly be thinking about trading Elvin Kamara. I don't think they will this semester, I mean, this season or this offseason, but that's the rumor going around right now. What do you think about that rumor? I mean, I mean, I like Alvin Kamara, but I mean, he just haven't showed the production he he has he had he showed in his first year. Because when you seen him that first year, you like, dang, this kid's this, he's that, you know, he's the best running back. He's the best versatile running back. Yeah. And then you see but him in, mean, in year two. He looked the same. He looked good in year one and year two. The only time he right. you didn't really see it from him is when Mark Ingram left. And I think that matters. I think not having a friend like Mark Ingram around will I think will that, that was probably his field. That was his field. Yeah. So I think that really mattered. But all right. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Hey, you've been listening to um, Talking Sports with Tyson. Tyson, let's say goodbye to the people who are listening. Y'all have a great day. You got anything uh, to say yeah. to him? You want to say one more thing to him before we go? Make sure y'all watch the draft because it's going to be a good round two. It's going to be good. Awesome. All right, y'all. This is Rick Sincere with MTMV Sports. You're listening to the Talking Sports with Tyson podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because we still alive. No big... I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot. Hello, everyone. This is Anthony Cordova from the Exiles, and you're listening to MTNV Sports. Keep it locked.